0: What is up, my friends on the internet? Yo. This is episode 37, Tech Games. I am here with Leo. Woohoo! And we are about to put on one hell of a show. Yeah, so I hope you guys are ready, because this is a big one. I hope you guys are ready. If you notice, we're recording a little early today. How would they notice that? Because I'm going to put it up a little early. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, it's because uh, Mom's Pirelli's coming out yep. to, to see her baby boy. <laughs> Not a baby, but... Yeah, her sweet, sweet baby boy. <laughs> and we got we to gotta make time for those two to, to catch up, and yeah. I'm more than happy to. But it also means I didn't prepare anything for the show. Nah, that's okay. We got plenty to talk about. We always have plenty to talk we about. We do. And uh, so we're going to get into it. This is like an impromptu trivia, because I did not come up with a question Ooh, or nice. a good answer.
1: Oh, cool. So I might actually not be wrong this time.
0: Uh, I don't think you can be wrong, because I think it's going to be pretty open-ended. Okay, But what I want to talk about, what I want to ask you about is, what were your favorite arcade games as a kid? Oh, that's actually a pretty easy answer. Because a couple popped up in my head that were like super easy answers. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious, like what you, you know, everyone talks about like barcades and, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff that was like the kind of this like rose colored like version of what arcades were, you know, like yep, everyone loved Ms. Pac-Man, but like the games I think people actually played weren't. What people now look back on is like the bests, you know? Oh, absolutely. There's no. always some random thing that was in
1: Roundtable that was the yep. best game, you know? No, this is a really good question, actually. A, because I can bring it back to the mother. Oh, yeah. Who I might have told the story on the podcast before. We'll but call him Mama, Mama Perel. Mama Perelli. Mama Perel. Uh, I, st- I might have told this. So, yeah, I might have told the story before. So, if if, if you've already heard it, forgive me. But... When I was young, there was an arcade called Jets in Santa Fe, New Mexico and in the Vialinda Mall. And uh, it was, a, you know, in retrospect, pretty shitty arcade. But at the time, you know, there wasn't a lot of arcades in Santa Fe. And so I went to it pretty regularly. And one time for my birthday, my mom gave me and two of my friends $20 each Dang. just for the arcade. Now, when you're little, 20 bucks might balling. as well be a million dollars. Yeah, that's Because when you go to an arcade when you're little, I mean, I guess everyone's circumstances are different. But for us, it was like, you know, maybe you have a dollar, maybe two if you're yeah. lucky. $20 was like, holy shit, we can actually beat an arcade game. Um, I know you had a... Yeah. yeah you have a whole story on that side too. But So, to that point, I finally got to beat two arcade games that I had always wanted to beat, which were House of the Dead, the original. Ooh, that was a good one. It was a good one. Well. It was good at the time. Yeah, it
0: was good. For, I mean, I, I I bought that on Wii when it came out yeah. and played it because like, I loved light gun games. Yeah, yeah. So, no, for sure. That yeah, was a big one. It was a
1: good light gun game, game. Yeah. And the other one, another really, really good light gun game, game that I actually played recently uh, that no one ever talks about was just called Carnival.
0: Mm, I remember that game too. Yeah.
1: It, it's pretty interesting. I actually played it recently. Speaking of a barcade at 82, I think it's called. Yeah, bar in, 2. In Little Tokyo. And they have it there. And I played it again just a couple, maybe a month ago. And, dude, that game looks so good even now. Mm. It is aged so well purely from graphics perspective. It looks like it came out, like, 10 years ago, and it came out in, like, 99 or something. It was crazy. It looks so good, way ahead of anything else that came out at that time. So I'd be interested to learn more about that game and sort of why it didn't blow up, really, because it's a v- pretty unique game. It's not that great from a gameplay perspective, but just purely based on how
0: incredibly good it looks for the time, it's Really, pretty extraordinary. It's funny to me you say that because of all the things like us, yeah. I have stories, I think I've told it before on the podcast about I used to go to like a family fun center, what they call, uh, yeah, what do they call it now? Boomers, you know, and um, I'd get free tokens, like, I'd yeah, get tons of free tokens. So I, I'd beat games and I'd play yeah. a lot. Of, you got to live like a king I in the lived, arcade. I lived like a king in the arcade. I was. I got really good at, like, Tekken and uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, and yeah. I, I beat, like, uh, Time Crisis and all those games, yeah. and uh, and that was fun, but I think the game that was probably my favorite arcade game, and this is, um, this might be a surprise to people, is at my round table pizza, mm-hmm. you go in, you get a lunch buffet that was, like, seven bucks, There was all-you-could-eat yeah. pizza, and like salad or something, right? <laughs> or something. Nobody knows what else it was because everyone need, just ate pizza. Yeah, I think we eat. Th- I, I don't. We might eat the salad, but you know, you get a soda and some pizza. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh you could play Point Blank. Yeah, the arcade game. Yeah, Point Blank. I remember that vaguely. And that game, I loved it so much. We would play that game for high scores, like because it was two player, but you was always like score rushes against yeah. the other player. And it was just really like a mini game collection mm-hmm. of like shooter games. And the guns had the slide action on them. Yeah. So they were like, tuk, 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 like they would come back when you'd shoot. Yeah, I love that. And uh, I love those games so much. Like if I could have an arcade cabinet in my house, that is definitely the cabinet I would want. Except that it's gigantic. Yeah. But uh, that was probably by far my favorite That's cool. arcade cabinet. Yeah, I believe that had a PS1 port. Yeah, I think
1: it did. And I, I remember it getting really good reviews, and I was like, what the hell is this?
0: Yeah, I mean, those games are just really... They're really good, well-thought-out mini games. Like, yeah. they're
1: all very fun. They're all very competitive. It was kind of a precursor to, like, the Wii.
0: Yeah, kind of. And there was a, a lot of mastery involved in kind yeah. of understanding the mini games and the gun work and kind of how to play it, um, which added a lot of replayability, like... I played a lot of House of the Dead too. I like that game a lot. Yeah, but. dude.
1: I, I, it's fun now too because the voice acting yeah. is just extraordinarily piss poor. But it still is really fun. It's a fun lightning game. Yeah, like it's, it's well made.
0: It is fun. But I do feel like you would get through it and be like, okay, I kind of yeah. like know no, Exactly. It, you know? That's like, what I did with my 20 bucks. I finally beat it and it was like, oh, cool. I remember on Wii, like, I just thought when I first got my Wii, I thought it was so revolutionary that you could just plug the Joy Con in. Yeah, Joy Con. You can plug the, <laughs> what do what they call The Wiimote the in. The Wiimote, even worse. Yeah, I had like a Wiimote pistol, I had two yeah. of them. And uh, and you, know, you buy every light gun game and it sort of worked. All right, it wasn't as good as a light gun. Yeah, market, it like but worked well enough, maybe. But so I bought like all the light gun games, yeah. right? And I remember I played through House of the Dead and I'm just like, all right, I, I kind of know this game. Like, you know, like I didn't yeah. want to play it again. I wasn't yeah, there like, wasn't that much new to see. And I wasn't like let's do like a score attack on on House of the Dead. You know, where point blank, point blank, it was like you yeah. never beat it. So it was always fun to like. Yeah, keep, no, for sure. Yeah.
1: The only other game, like, uh, arcade game that I played a lot of was the original Mortal Kombat because it was in a laundromat.
0: Yeah. It was weird when I was a kid, and you might have had this because we're pretty close in age. Yeah. But, um, every 7 Eleven had Street Fighter II and Mortal Kombat in yeah. it. Yeah. And so, um, I would play Street Fighter II every day and, um, My dad would always come to 7-Eleven to, like, pull me out and, like, make me go to school, right? Because I would literally... (laughs) What a jerky it was. I would literally, like... Come on, dad. I would either spend all my lunch money in the morning at 7-Eleven or I wouldn't buy lunch at school and I'd spend all my money after school at 7-Eleven. That's funny. Yeah, and he was just like, why am I giving you lunch money? Like, you have to eat lunch. You can't just come home and eat all the food. Like, you can't just mooch food off of people. You're like, like yeah, I can. I'm like, i can do all these things. I don't know why. <laughs> like, what you're, do you mean? Yeah. I've been
1: doing i <laughs> I'm still alive, right? Like... Yeah, I don't know why you're saying this. I'm also
0: really good at Mortal yeah, Kombat. I'm a street fighter, okay? Yeah, but, uh... God. Yeah, I'm good at street fighter, and I'm a fat kid, so I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> right? That's a very point. You're like, dude, I think I'm doing okay. Relax. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not skinny, so uh, fuck off, Dad. But... Uh, but yeah, Street Fighter was a big one for me. I mean, that was probably my go to like yeah. as a kid, kid arcade game. And then uh everyone loved Pac Man.
1: Yeah, Pac Man's fine. I mean, I never I never played it a lot in terms of uh you know, it's a little older, but it's, yeah, but it's also ubiquitous. It's in every arcade ever to this day, which you know, it's a, it's an it's a it's an awesome game. Yeah, Pac Man is so fun to play to this day. Miss
0: Pac Man's definitely the premier Pac-Man Oh yeah, for sure. And uh it's funny. I didn't really play it as a kid, but as an adult, uh, they'd always have those bar tops at this place called Wings and Things yeah. in San Diego. I really loved, which was like a yeah, like a hot wing place. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we'd go there for lunch all the time and just play Miss Pac-Man. Like every time we'd go, like it was just the yeah. thing, right? And it's such a great Miss Pac-Man's great. It's, it's a great, so game. good, and the sound design is so sick. Yeah, like I love it.
1: The, uh, they did so much with so little sound. It's awesome.
0: So this time, Leo. You were still wrong. Point Blank was the right answer. I said House of the Dead. I know. It was pretty close. <laughs> I've never played Point Blank, ever. Yeah, you should definitely... I mean, I've, I've been to a couple of barcades here and I have not seen it anywhere. Yeah, I've never seen it. If
1: I do, though, I'll keep an eye out for it. If I yeah. do, I'll A, let you know, and B, challenge you, and C, try it myself.
0: Because I've been to 82 and I've been to... I recently went to this one called called Barcade. Mm-hmm. It's actually really nice. Where was but, it? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the area is called. I don't know what anything's called. I don't I, know what I neighborhoods know. are called in LA. I don't either. It is northwest of my house. So kind of towards <laughs> like, like east, Pasadena? like west Pasadena. Yeah, okay. I don't know what the, what was that like Eagle Rock or yeah. like, you know, that kind of area. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was really cool. It was really fun. Yeah.
1: Um, no, there is something super special about arcades. Mm-hmm. I have always wanted to go to Japan just because, you know, it's yeah, the arcade a whole scene different so experience over there. and. It's kinda of sad that they don't I guess they're they're kinda of coming back with like for adults. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's such a thing as like like you go to Dave and Buster's, I guess, but it's totally different.
0: Well, you know, and I I, I I like Barcades. I don't like the scene at Barcades. Yeah. So that's kind of my beef with it. Like and it sounds so like entitled and like uh like boomer energy, as the kids would say, <laughs> right? But it's like having a bunch of like you know 23 year olds and 25 year olds like thinking they're the shit at Street Fighter 2 like even if they are it's like this isn't like your like what draws you to this you know what i mean yeah. like uh, it's not that i don't think it's a good game or um i don't think you should appreciate old games but it's just sort of like like i get it but like why aren't you just playing Street Fighter 5 or 4 like you know what i mean like yeah. like you have no nostalgia for it yeah you have it's not i mean it's good but it's not the best street fighter like you know what i mean these aren't the best iterations of those games so it's, it's it seems simply like a like a like an image thing right like a chip to be like no i like the original and i'm fucking so good at it and it's like i guess you know like i guess that's fine i'm not like mad at them for it i'm not like oh, i hate these kids you know yeah but at the same time it's like this energy is weird to me it doesn't it doesn't vibe with kind of what i want out of like going out
1: i do kind of i yeah i don't i don't go to them frequently but i do like the diversity of the games like they have really really yeah. old games like you know from the 70s or early 80s
0: all the way up to much more modern ones which is kind of neat well it's funny like even when i went to barcade i was with my friend and we ended up playing this like like a chinese side-scrolling beat-em-up oh wow and it was really fun like it was a good game and it was so like it had so much more depth than like a golden axe and stuff, right? Because yeah. you had like moves and half circles, and you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I was like, oh, this is like a really cool game. And we set it to eat like there's a, a easy route, a medium route, and a hard route. And we like just beat the easy route, and it was like 20 minutes of playing. It's like this would never fly yeah. in an American arcade, right? They would never let you win a game for a quarter that took 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it is fun to find little gems or like yeah. what survived this long. They also had Street Fighter, the movie, the game there. Oh, God. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, it's weird. I have a lot of old memories of like... I love old gaming memories. Yeah, me too. Like, I can remember my mom bringing home Super Mario 3 like it was yesterday. Yeah. Like, just the scene. Just knowing I wanted the game so bad. And seeing her like pull up to the house and having a little brown bag you know like cuz everything came in brown bags when i was a kid like, yeah. there was no like it was like a little brown paper bag and it was just the right size and like the energy like, in There's my like got to be an NES cartridge yeah, the energy in my house just went nuts like cause i had two brothers and my sister didn't yeah. care but and they were older so they knew like they knew and it was just like it was just became electric. Like everyone was just like, holy shit. Yeah, I, holy remember the, shit. I remember like, those yeah. days. <laughs> it was the best. That's funny. Yeah, it was the best.
1: I remember I saved up to get an N64. So I bought it myself. And that was pretty exciting when I brought it home.
0: That is exciting. Because my
1: first console, like I said, was a Game Boy. But I didn't have a Super Nintendo or anything and until I saved up and got an N64. And I got Shadows of the Empire. And I rented Doom 64, but my mom wouldn't let me play it she's like, this is creepy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- that feeling is cool, though. It is gone now. Like, whenever I install a new game, it's still fun, but it's just the uh, there's just so many games now.
0: Yeah, it's a weird it's weird era for games. I and it'll like. be interesting
1: to see how young people now, you know, how fondly they'll remember Fortnite or whatever it is. It's kind of it's going to be an interesting take. You know, in 20 years, their memories will be so different in terms of it all be like a mobile and b it'll all be social and it, much more mainstream and it'll just be mm-hmm. interesting to see how, you know, when people have nostalgia for Roblox and Fortnite,
0: and yeah, I feel like the mainstream nature of it will kind of kill a lot of the, like, like a lot of that nostalgia, right. Cause it's going to evolve so much, yeah. you know, I think like, yeah, it'll be hard to separate like a time period. Yeah. Cause I think when you're, you know, like when I was a kid, like for one video games, but also like dungeons and dragons and all yeah. these things were such like, such so these like niche, like kind of ostracized things that it was so easy to like isolate them as like, yeah, this was that snapshot of when that was a thing, and this, you know, like of these like subcultures. And now, like with Fortnite, it's like, what are you going to be like? I remember season two, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel like, <laughs> the, right? I don't think, feel like things like Fortnite are going to like, like, think League of Legends, for example. Yeah. The game's been out for 10 years now, and um, and, you know, it's like, I don't think there's nostalgia for it, right? Like, I think it's... Well, because it never stopped. Because
1: it never stopped I mean, but WoW well, Classic, that's all nostalgia, right? I mean, there's something there for sure. There's yeah. people who've been playing for 15 years and went back and was like, whoa, this was, I was at a different place in my life when I played this. And it's got to bring back some memories.
0: Yeah, but I think in 10 more years, you're not going to talk about Classic. You're going to say you played WoW. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're not going to
1: be like, Battle for Azeroth was sick. Yeah. And, I remember
0: those days. And even again, I think Classic, <laughs> like... I think classic resonates with people because I think it harkens onto a time before WoW was mainstream. Yeah, no, that's you a know, fair like, point. Like, uh, I think I think the reason classic strikes that chord is because it's like wow, I remember when this was like special. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I remember when it was like hard and you had to like communicate with all these dorks and like yeah <laughs> build relationships. You know what I mean? Like, no,
1: totally, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, so speaking of nostalgia, I, I beat Link's Awakening, which I talked a lot about last last week. How was it? It was awesome. I mean, it was very, uh, you know, it was exactly what I expected. There were I did get stuck at one point, which was funny. In the seventh dungeon, I just was like, what the fuck do I do? But I was... Uh, uh, did you play it?
0: No, I haven't. To the end? So you played haven't played seen it. all the dungeons.
1: They were pretty cool. Like, especially towards the end, they're definitely... This is a common criticism and a valid one, which is they get real backtracky. Um, They're still really tightly designed, but the seventh dungeon in particular is cool. There's these... Uh, pillars you have to like collapse and then the dungeon collapses so you can access the top floor, mm. which for the time is really cool. Like I don't know that anyone had done anything that ambitious with the tiny little Game Boy color or the Game Boy. But anyway, it did make me very nostalgic, but there's something very odd about playing a modern version of an old thing. Mm-hmm. It's cause it's not even like watching a remake of a movie cause it's different. This is exactly the same only with, you know, different graphics. Yeah. What I wish they had done is include the original on the Switch cart. I don't know why they didn't. That would have been so nice. It's not like it would have had any trouble fitting.
0: Yeah, don't I, yeah, I don't know. Nintendo's so weird. Yeah, they'd rather charge like twelve bucks for it. And how it doesn't run great. Like it just it's, yeah. Nintendo's so weird. I don't they understand them. Like in this generation, Nintendo is the strangest company. Yeah. I, I don't I yeah. feel like they've lost a lot of their uh direction with yeah. Changes in leadership, you know, yeah, it's interesting, yeah, some of it good, I think some of it's good, I think the way uh breath of the wild like the way that game was developed and just the nature of it is really exciting, and I think they're doing some interesting things, but uh yeah, I feel like that company has a is in a transitional period right, and they're trying to figure out what they are, and um yeah, I think that's fair, yeah, and it's 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 just such a strange time, it is uh yeah. But yeah, it was it was
1: definitely a trip. It definitely brought back a lot of memories and that. that nostalgia thing is powerful. I mean, I wonder about like Final and Fourteen, you know, playing playing a lot. I won't play it a lot forever, or maybe I will. But you know, in ten years I'll log in and hear that music and be like, Whoa. I love that
0: super game, man. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I am like so much more into that game now than I have ever been. Yeah. Like, I don't know what switch turned in me, and I haven't played in a few days, granted. But like Something about getting into Heaven Sword and playing through Heaven Sword, and like something just clicked. And I'm like, man, this game is fucking amazing. Like, it it's, is, it's by far the best Final Fantasy game. Yeah, that's like, what a lot of people are saying. Like, it,
1: I mean, surely by scale, it's like,
0: yeah. It's cause it, yeah, because it is like other Final Fantasy games just stacked on top of each but other. But also
1: the writing is really good. It's super good. Like even the throwaway characters, the dialogue, the way it's actually written is like, this is way better quality than most games are written. And it's just a throwaway character, you know, like random NPC. It's yeah. pretty
0: interesting. And I know we talked about it a lot last week, so I don't want to like harp on Final Fantasy. Like if you're listening and you hate Final Fantasy, you're so tired of this. And if you like Final Fantasy, you're like... Yeah, I, I feel it too. But we're just kind of repeating ourselves. Yeah, but uh, but man, that game like it really just has a way to engage you. Yeah, um, I will say I think that like I just started Stormblood now, so I finished all of Heaven's Ward, and um, I do feel like it's a little weaker. Like even the end of the supplemental Heaven's Ward missions were like okay, like they didn't have as much impact on me, but the spectacle of them was probably. Some of the biggest moments I've seen yet in the game, you wow. know, like, um, it wasn't, it wasn't as emotionally impactful, I think as heaven sword is, but, uh, but visually it was like very impressive and the way it kind of called back on things like things that, you know, from like the the original cutscene, right? Like, you know, yeah. the original, like final fantasy, uh, realm reborn, uh, you know the Warriors of Light, yep. and Bahama, and all that stuff. Like all that stuff, kind of comes back as part of the the story going into Stormblood. Interesting, and uh, it is. It's super interesting, right? Like how they kind of pull in all this like all this really old lore and kind of tie it back in. Like, you're like man, this is like really cool. Like I'm like, what's gonna happen, man? Like yeah. I'm it in it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. It is. Uh, no, I'm I'm absolutely loving it. It's been
1: very interesting, too. Again, especially as my first MMO. Mm -hmm. It's uh, been a very interesting experience. Yeah. And I don't think I'm playing it as an MMO. I'm still not really. But, yeah. Even so, that's kind of the point, is you don't even
0: have to. I think that's what makes it like the best Final Fantasy game, right? Um, Because it's not... It doesn't... It's not really an MMO in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in a lot of ways, it's it's a... it's a single person RPG. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of what you do, and like the majority of what you do in that game is just do missions by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, there's these cool dungeon parts and stuff and those require a group. But for most, you don't talk to them. You know what I mean? You just yeah, say unless hi. you want and, to. Yeah. yeah.
1: I usually just ignore the chat and yeah. it doesn't matter. I say hi when I join you. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I say good luck. But yeah.
0: Or if it's my first time, I like, sometimes I'll say, hey, this is my first time. Like, let me know if something comes up. Or, yeah. Or if we wipe on something, I the say like, main, "How main, did this work?" Yeah, the main thing that I is if I feel like I fucked up, then I don't look because <laughs> I worry yeah. they're like, "You're an idiot," or like, and "Not to say everyone's mean, but I'm just like, if they're saying something, I'm not even gonna look." <laughs> I have found for the most part in that game, sure some people are mean, but if you just like me a copa and say like, "Hey, like this is my first time on this, oh, yeah. I don't know how to do it," like, generally they're all pretty cool about, like, yeah. Oh hey, like this is what happens, or look away when this happens, yeah. or get in the bulb, or
1: yeah, I try and I try and watch a video just to have some sense of what's going to happen more or less. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: And in general, most of those
1: things you can just
0: spank and tank.
1: Yeah. Did you ever play Fantasy II? Final Fantasy Two?
0: Final Fantasy Two. I know you played the first one a lot, right? Is that the one where you grow up in the middle of it? I don't know. Where you go from little characters to tall characters? Oh, I don't know. I think it
1: is. It's the one where the weird leveling system where like if you attack yourself you'll get more HP. I have
0: it was a, pretty broken. I don't remember doing that, but it's probably cuz I didn't like I played it before the internet was the thing. You, you didn't min max it? No, I assume <laughs> I did because we played all the Final Fantasies in my house, it was well, very I, pop- I don't know if 2 actually was
1: in America now that I think about it. Cuz it wasn't or no, I guess it would have been cuz it was 3 that they skipped, right? And 4? Yeah. So, it, would, it was 1 and 2 on the NES, and then 3 was on the SNES, and that was 6, right?
0: I don't want to see this Google Play version of it. I don't want to see the actual game.
1: Final Fantasy 3? 2. Oh, I'm sorry. 2, yeah. <clears throat> I was just curious. Those old, old NES RPGs are pretty pretty unfriendly Yeah, they're very unfriendly.
0: Yeah, this is the one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I played this one. I was just curious. There's yeah. a few Final people
0: just don't talk about. That's one of them. Yeah, I mean, I think in general the NES Final Fantasies aren't, yeah, that beloved, right? Like, I think people like one because it's the start of the franchise, but yeah. I think most of those people haven't played one. Yeah. Uh, not it's, just, yeah, it's not a bad game. It's it's not bad. It's just old. It's very old. It's very basic. Yeah. Um, the writing maybe isn't what you'd expect from a Final. Fa- you know, what it's I, no Final Fantasy fourteen. No, I mean, in a lot of, <laughs> in a lot of ways, like, uh, uh. Other RPGs were better, oh, for sure, than Final Fantasy at the time, right? Like I think, um, it's it's very simple and it's very easy to cheese, yeah. Um, but it was, and it's also insanely grindy. Yeah, and I think Dragon Warrior was a lot better. Yeah, actually, that's at the what time. most people say. Um, because I remember, I can still remember stuff about playing. Like, I only played Dragon Warrior maybe like once when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. I can remember going through it kind of the way we do Final Fantasy. And there are still like quest lines I remember and like a bridge I remember with that you had to kill something to cross and it was very hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I remember these moments of like challenge and um and having to beat them. And, you know, it's it had a lot more impact, I think, than Final Fantasy did at the time. But um, you know, in retrospect I think Final Fantasy's proven itself to be pretty Substantial.
1: Well, I think uh, one thing Vamasy does do well is that it does do well about reinventing itself. Yeah. And and oftentimes it doesn't work, but even when it doesn't work, it's always something new. And that is, I think, pretty everyone knows that, but it's pretty underappreciated. Like that is a insane thing to do. Yeah. But they do it every time and that's awesome. Their system building
0: is so strong. Yeah. Right. Like going from pure turn based to the kind yeah. of A T combat and um their magic system and you know like i think they did a lot to uh kind of invent what we call rpgs oh now, for sure you know and uh
1: yeah if i once didn't exist rpgs would be so different i can't even imagine yeah so different. and same with dragon warrior yeah and same with Baldur's gate well i feel sure. like dragon Quest, dragon Warrior has kind of been
0: oh yeah i'm sorry I always,
1: I always get them confused i well, still they're don't the know. Same. they're the same i still same. don't know the difference is dragon warrior is american
0: okay that's what it is right uh but uh, or at least it's what they used to call the American. What do they call them now? Dragon Quest. Everything's Dragon Quest. It's like Dragon Quest Builders is Dragon. Same thing. Okay. And Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, it's Dragon. Yeah, okay. It's Dragon Quest. Oh, well, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, like well, Boulders Gate's like its own.
1: Yeah, but I just mean as like yeah. far as as RPGs go, Neverwinter Nights and
0: all those. Yeah, two. all those Bioware. Those isometric kind of.
1: Yeah, those are sick.
0: Those are sick. They're <laughs> those are dope. Those games. are good writing. Yeah.
1: What would you say is your favorite RPG of all? doesn't matter what console. or oh, Fuck, man. I don't know. It's hard. It is hard. I played a lot of RPGs in my day. What is your top three? I
0: don't know. I played a lot of PlayStation RPGs that were probably bad, <laughs> but I really loved them. Like what? A lot. Like Wild Arms? I was going to say, did you play Wild Arms 3? No, I. I but I played the first Wild Arms yeah. so many times. That's funny. I didn't know that. I loved it so much, and it's probably bad. Yeah. Like, it's probably really bad. I don't even remember. I probably played it in Japanese when I first got it because <laughs> I used to play imports a lot. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. I just like to do the dude shooting missiles and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, so that's probably one of mine because I played it so much. It'd be um, fun to try that again. Yeah. It would it's be Probably fun. on the PlayStation Classic. I think Final Fantasy 9 is probably the best Final Fantasy, in my opinion. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, just maybe, like behind, maybe behind 14. Yeah, I do. But <laughs> I like that it's a callback to what I think was like magical about Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like, the world makes so much sense.
1: And they did do a good job yeah. of it being callback. Like, it didn't feel... It was a cool way to redo it into modern modern for the time.
0: It's kind of silly when you're playing, you know, like, uh, 7, 8, 10, 12, 13, and you see, like, cactars and stuff. And it's yeah. like, oh, this is kind of weird, right? But you play 9 and it's perfect, right? Yeah. Like... Like nine, like nine is like let's make our let's bring our world back to what it like truly is, and I feel like there's so much freedom in that, right? Like, uh, like, yeah, like they had this ability to do all these like cool things and write the story that like perfectly fit. Like it just, yeah, I agree. I wonder if they'll do that
1: again, where they'll be like, cool, let's because it's been 20 years. I wonder if they could do a modern like instead of 15, which again I haven't played. I know you didn't like it but if they did something you know 16 if it was if it was old school that would be kind of neat if you could explore that world with like modern trappings
0: no nah, i bet they'd do just some dumb chibi bullshit you know final fantasy 7 chibi like yeah you know i wonder if they'll make a 16 i don't know I, I i hope so i assume so like they still make money i'm fifteen made a bunch of money i'm sure yeah like i bet it didn't make as much money as 14 though. no
1: 14's a whole different i know but that's what i'm saying like why bother I hope they do. I like the idea of just again seeing it reinvent itself all the time would be so interesting. And maybe, but then at a certain point, it just becomes out of scope. Like, yeah, I if you're trying to compete with like cyberpunk and I don't even know what other RPGs are nowadays. It's the whole thing has become so sort of convoluted. Elder Scrolls Six, I guess.
0: I almost wish someone else would make it.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause yeah, like some smaller Japanese like Platinum or something <laughs> that would well, be
0: interesting. I, just, I mean, I don't know where the breakdown is in Final Fantasy, so I can't like. I can't speak from any kind of area of expertise, but you know, it seems obvious that there is like a grand scope for these things, or at least for 15 and even like 13, right? It seems like with the way X and X2 came out. Yeah. 13
1: and 15 seem like they have a lot in common.
0: Yeah. And there's this grand scope for these games that's not being realized. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because, you know, there's executives saying like, we need to put something out to sell we can't just keep working on a game that's never going to get finished. I don't know if changes are being made in the middle because someone doesn't agree with the vision. You know, like there's a lot of ways that these things can go from being this amazing idea to these kind of chopped up. Yeah, especially like,
1: as they get bigger and bigger and more yeah. ambitious. There's more chain, links in the chain that can
0: yeah as they become balloon problematic, balloon. Yeah, and um, you know, kind of reminds me of like Kojima getting out of Konami, and it's like. Uh, I don't know if Death is gonna be good or not, but that game got made super fucking fast, right? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and a singular vision. There's no yeah. breakdown in that sense. There's a there's there's something to being like, I have a vision. This is what I want to make, and this is what we're making. For better or worse, it gets done. Yeah. You know, and you know, I think that's the thing with PT, right? Like you, he, it didn't get finished. Obviously, didn't get made. But like even just getting that going and having a singular vision and like developing it, it was like boom, boom, boom. Like here it is, um, and I just I, I wish Final Fantasy got an injection of that because I, I think
1: kind of a back to basics. Like let's
0: go smaller. Yeah, I mean I really like a lot of things about fifteen. Yeah, like, I think the beginning is really good. I think the intro is good. I like the stupid version of Stand by Me they play. I think like the bro car ride is cool yeah it's interesting um, at least i think sid being a slutty girl is it's a thing yeah i don't know if i actually really like that part but it's fine you know <laughs> yeah, at least an idea. it's something it's somebody you know putting ideas out there and i think the way it ended could have been interesting if there was something to link it together yeah. you know because it's I mean, I don't know if you care about spoilers for Final Fantasy no, 15. No, you already
1: gave me the Final Fantasy 15 entire plot, remember? Oh, yeah, I
0: did give you the whole plot. So there's a time skip. As best as right? you remember it. But like, the reality is, like, you get too close to the middle, and then it's like... And then you rush through this part, and then there's a time skip, and then you fight the last boss. And it's like, so what... Like, why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's a lot of meat that just... Well, didn't, left you, didn't you play
1: the original when it first came out? Right? Yeah, like, didn't they had a bunch of so. shit
0: that kind of filled in those cracks. I don't think so. I, I don't, don't know.
1: I, again, I haven't played it, but I think they added some uh, like I know they sp- added a fishing game, so that's important.
0: Yeah, they added specific sections to the uh, like your bro character stories. Yeah, right. They made like mini stories for all those guys, um, but only one of them was really kind of interesting, and that's kind of. That he was forced to be. I guess a couple of them were interesting. But what do
1: you think about like the art direction? Because that is one thing Vimace is good at, is just making worlds that are interesting looking, even if they're not well written or whatever. They always have a unique, like, whoa, it's a unique singular vision, even now, if it's I think, different. I
0: think Fifteen actually looks really good. Yeah, that's
1: what I've heard. It looks awesome.
0: I think the dungeons look dope. Like, I think the... You know, you unlock weapons in these like tombs. You like find them and like these... It's like the... They're all the king's weapons, right? And so... Uh, you like open these tombs and like the animation's cool and like changing your weapons looks sweet like uh and i think the world looks really good uh <clears throat> it's just yeah it's just like something fell apart and you can you can clearly tell like this thing fell off Not the done. rail right yeah. like like and then someone just was like and now you're at the end okay like, so like we gotta finish this yeah thing. Nah. let's just make the end and yeah, now you're at the end it's like like a what is it, Xenogears? Or, yeah, yeah.
1: Or yeah, he just was like, "Dude, we literally ran out of money."
0: Yeah, I kind of wish they did that with Final Fantasy fifteen, where it's like, and now you sit here, and we'll tell you the rest of the story, <laughs> and then you just have a boss, and then the you just fight a boss at the end, because that's what it really feels like. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Like that's really what it feels like. Um, wow, that's a, such a different time that that could have happened with Xenogears. Like, imagine now if <laughs> that happened with like I don't know Cyberpunk. Dude, yeah. we just ran out of money. What do you mean? If there's no money left. We'll get some more, dude. No. There's no money. People
0: would lose money. <laughs> It'd be funny though. Mind. We have to just end it. Okay, I got a story here for us to talk about. Alright. Actually, you told me a story, so it's really Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the lawsuit.
1: The saga of Gearbox continues. The saga of Randy Pitchford. This fucking guy. So, Magician ass motherfucker.
0: Duke Nukem 3D composer sues Randy Pitchford, Gearbox. And Valve. Oh, yeah. So Valve is in on this. Uh, Composer Bobby Prince, who wrote music for Doom, Doom 2, Wolfenstein 3D, and Duke Nukem 3D, has filed a lawsuit against Gearbox Software, the company's chief executive officer, Randy Pitchford, and Valve, claiming that his music was used in 2016 shooter Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour without his permission and without him receiving compensation. Uh, I'll read the next one. In a document submitted to U.S. District Court, Eastern District of Tennessee, Prince's attorneys described how 16 songs he wrote were used in 1996 shooter Duke Nukem 3D under an agreement with developer Apogee. I don't know. Apogee. Say. Apogee. Thank you. Apogee had a limited right to use Mr. Prince's music in Duke Nukem 3D in exchange for a royalty equal to $1 per unit sold, they said. Prince has registered the, corp- the copyrights for the songs.
1: That's crazy. You could actually make some money. Yeah. You sold a million copies.
0: Sounds pretty open and shut for this guy. So Randy Pitchford. Pay <laughs> up, motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta give that fucking money back. <laughs> and what I do. mean that in a lot of different
1: contexts.
0: Yeah, yeah all that money. <laughs> not just this dude. All not just it. the the medieval times money. <laughs> this money. <laughs> all the money. That twenty dollars you made disappear that one time. Yeah. All that money. Yeah, fucking. And send crazy. it and send it over here. What's we wrong could, with what's wrong? What is wrong with
1: Randy Pitchford? I don't know. I think I told you I watched a documentary about uh, Half Life 2 and how he was really involved in the original Half Life and all the expansions. And, you know, he's talented yeah. at making games. He's really a remarkable person. He's an interesting life. But even in that video, he's just like, the way he talks and the way he looks, he just, he's just a fucking sleazy ass motherfucker. Yeah, he's just not a like. He was talking so much shit about Valve 2, it was funny. He's from a different era. He is, but so are other people in that that are from a different era, and they seem perfectly chill and
0: nice. I don't think they are. I think they're all bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, because he's probably a little older than us. Oh yeah, I mean not a whole like yeah, I know for sure he's in his forties. Yeah, like ten, fifteen years, something like that. Yeah. Ten years older probably. Um, and I just think back on when I was sixteen, seventeen, playing tribes. Yeah, logging onto VB boards. Right, and everyone's making, you know, racial slurs and trading porn with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, it was a very different place. Like the internet was very different. Mm-hmm. It was a really gross place. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. It's just that's what it was because it was a bunch of, for one, you know, teens. And yeah teens are pretty gross, and maladjusted twenty somethings who are right? anonymous, yeah, who are an- anonymous for the most part, yeah, right, and um and I just feel like a lot of people never left that phase. It's funny, like there's still a v board i like I go to sometimes that is was like one of the tribes' boards I used to be on, and i for some reason, I still check it out every once in a while, and it is very much a shithole place, right? (laughs) Like there's fine people. I have a lot of friends from it and stuff, but it's also like one of the few places online. I still see like blatant toxic, like racism and, um, and I, you know, I don't think it's that serious, right? I think it's kind of that like 4chan, like this is our language. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that to say it's good or like to excuse it. I'm saying that because like this guy, like you know, like Randy Pitchford, I think there are just people that are like stuck in that like ICQ MIRC. Yeah, this is our language. You can't stop me from calling people the n word. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like you can't stop me from like having a hard drive full of porn with me at all times in case I need to trade it with my, <laughs> my bros at a LAN. You know, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. that mentality because that's what it was. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You go to a LAN and someone would bring their like file server. And everyone would download all the porn they needed for like, you know, like, yeah, it's just, it was a weird fucking time. Yeah. And you, and I just feel like some people never escaped, you yeah, know, they never quite got out of it. And he just seems like one of those dudes that just thought he thinks he's out of it, but he doesn't realize that he still speaks that language. And it kind of speaks to how like you can become uh, you know, have hundreds
1: of million dollars and still just be a fucking porn trading, <laughs> file sharing, ICQ ass motherfucker.
0: I mean, it just goes to show like
1: some a people ass
0: company, some people shouldn't have money,
1: yeah, yeah, right? yeah well said, I think that kind of sums him up, like there's people that and can deal not, with it. it, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be you know he made a bunch of really successful games, but it's still just like, well, not you,
0: yeah, not <laughs> you yeah. give that someone
1: else who would put it to much better use,
0: yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, like you should yeah. like give it all to the dude who made Stardew Valley. Either or like quietly I don't know. take your money and like shut do something up. else yeah. and shut up, or like and just be a creep quietly on yeah. the internet, or loudly don't like just don't have this money and be yeah. a figure, right? Because yeah. and have like a YouTube channel with you know, it's like like Notch, yeah. Right? Like I think that's the same thing, yeah. Right, like he yeah, shouldn't have any money. No, he's just some fucking internet weirdo, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the that belongs in the dark right <laughs> yeah and he got a way too much money and it's like well now people should listen to him and Does, I, I think if you ask notch should people listen to you he'd be like probably not <laughs> you know like you know like i <laughs> no i think you're right like there is something to be said about
1: you know he yeah it's weird someone who thrives in the darkness bring brown in the light whether they want to or not like and then people get mad at him for saying stupid shit yeah it's like yeah. He's a weird cave troll. Like, what do you expect? He's literally again. That's not to excuse it. You shouldn't be an asshole, but it's more just like a. It's like when you get mad at like a pro football player for like punching someone. Yeah, dude, his entire that's his thing. What do you mean? His whole thing is to be a fucking asshole. Like, and then all of a sudden you think because he has money and a platform he's going
0: to stop. It is funny. It's super funny, and it just, it just to me it just reeks of that right, and it's yeah. I think it's funny because I think a lot of people that like view this are younger than us and have no idea what the world actually looked like, like in that era, like when these people came to prominence and when, maybe not even came to prominence, when they like cut their teeth, right? And so to them, it's like, oh, he's like a secret, like this, right? Like he's been a secret fascist racist all this time (laughs) and you're like. There was no secret. (laughs) There's no secret. Like, this was the language that was spoken at the time, right? Like, you know, it's like when, like, if people show kids Eddie Murphy comedy now, you'd be like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, he's a, he's an asshole, homophobe, rapey (laughs) motherfucker, right? Like, like, how is he famous? And it's like. Because this is what the language was, yeah, you know, in that era. Like, it's not... We're not proud of it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. Well, you know, it's funny. People keep talking about Borderlands
1: 3 and how it's sort of all and feels stuck in the past. I think it's probably fair. <laughs> but it's Randy, right? Like, they could be like, why is it, why do they keep making fun of midgets? Like, it's not funny. It hasn't
0: been funny in a long time. Yeah. Randy Pitchford probably thinks it's funny. Well, it's funny because, like, Wolf of Wall Street, like, does these midget jokes, but it's Set in this kind of mentality where it's like this is from the '80s and it's cringe. Like, yeah, it's the are, whole
1: fucking the whole movie. That's all point. Yeah, this it's so
0: how cringy is Jordan Belfort? Which is what's great about it. Yeah, right? for which sure, I, I love, love, that love that movie. movie. Yeah, it is it's, amazing. It's amazing. It is so funny. But it's like, yeah, if you're doing something that they did in The Wolf of Wall Street, and you're doing it because you think it's funny, yeah, like. You missed the boat. It's kind of like how, <laughs> it's like comparing Duke Nukem
1: three D to Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, like Duke Nukem three d was interesting and like had a lot to say because it was a parody. Duke Nukem three D was
0: just like using the same jokes without any context. Did I talk about it on the podcast? maybe I was just thinking it. But they should make a new Duke Nukem game where he's like in the modern world.
1: I think you mentioned it, but it might like, have been just to me.
0: And he's like an antihero. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like everyone thinks he's a joke. <laughs> Yeah. and he's like, he doesn't get it, and like, yeah. you know what I mean. To me, that would be a good ass Duke Nukem game. Yeah, that would be funny, you
1: know. Or he's like, like he's still making those things, and everyone just kind of looks at each other. Like he says something like, "Messing up my ride." Everyone yeah. kind of looks around, like, "What the fuck is he? Is he serious?" Yeah, and he's, what's with this dude? He's fucking. He's such an idiot. Yeah, like
0: nobody wants and everyone, to fuck him. Yeah, and everyone he, thinks yeah. he's a loser. He thinks everyone does, but <laughs> everyone's
1: just like, like Johnny Bravo, I guess, basically.
0: Yeah, like, like, yeah, but less like Johnny Bravo's kind of wholesome in his own way yeah yeah i'm thinking like a real creep <laughs> creep <laughs> yeah right? a creep ass dude like a real creepy ass creep and he's got like <laughs> who thinks everyone likes him yeah and eventually like they'll need him to go like <laughs> do, do some, some dirty shit, shit yeah. right but like even that he'll have to like learn better right like <laughs> no that would be amazing i think i'd be so i'd be the best way to like reintroduce yeah. it but they won't you know because yeah that would be awesome yeah Duke Nukem Forever was pretty amazing in that it's just
1: such a, it's so such a failure on every level. It's like watching, uh, you know, it's just like watching The Room almost, but the game version where you're like, so fascinating that someone thought this was acceptable to release.
0: Yeah, the problem was that they made the game I'm talking about, they would like turn it into some fucking like Gamergate, like fuck Social Justice Warriors. Yeah, you would, know what I mean? Yeah. They would turn into some like joke about yeah. them. And it's like no, why don't you explore the reality of like what yeah. a character like Duke Nukem what would
1: he be like in 2019? Yeah, like, what would he have to deal with? What like, would it yeah. feel
0: like having that character exist yeah. in today's reality? That would be awesome. But the reality is they would be like Yeah, they would either try and like score points for yeah. one
1: side or the other. He'd be like, "Hey babe, would you be,
0: I'm a they them," you know, or something. Yeah. You'd be like, "Come on, like like, like let's let's yeah. let's really explore this, but yeah. You know. That would be awesome. Yeah. I would definitely play that. I would play it too. I'd love that'd be my favorite game of the year. <laughs> it could be a visual novel. Yeah, okay, maybe it doesn't one. even have to be a first first shooter. <laughs> um, all right. We didn't even ask what you've been playing this week yet. We've gotten this far. We're forty we're fifty minutes in of just well, honestly, no, we, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we've covered that's our specialty. Thanks for sticking with us.
1: Honestly, the two things I played were Final Fantasy and Link's Awakening, so make it easy for you. We yeah. already talked
0: about both those things. Yeah, we went through, what you know. did you play though? So, I want to talk about a game. Oh boy. That I started playing a little bit this weekend. Okay. I thought it was actually pretty fun. And it's a game I've seen in early access for a while and I haven't jumped in, and it just hit open beta. And it's hmm. called Maelstrom. Maelstrom. Okay. It's kind of a battle royal. Battle royale, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. with cheese. Um, but it's pirate ships. Oh. And it's kind of arcade pirate ships. So, it's not like. Yeah, it's not like a sim no it's not a sim it's not like world of warships or anything like that and it's a small battle royale i think there's maybe 40 ships on a map at a time mm-hmm. or less 30 i don't know i have not played that much of it to be fair but uh it's a good time and it's free on steam Oh, interesting. In open beta uh there's like three races there's human orcs and dwarves so the dwarves have these like steamboat tanky ships that can reverse <laughs> right uh the orc ships are pulled by sharks. Oh, that's cool! And they go faster, right? And like, uh, that's and they—they're cool like crit ships, right? Like they can do a lot of damage up close. And then the human ships are like traditional pirate ships. Are a good yeah. mix of everything. So, what made you decide to play it? I just saw it on Steam for free and was like, I was looking for free to play games this weekend. Like you, I've been kind of waiting to play Destiny when it pops. Yeah, and. Um, and so I was like, "Oh, let me see." Like I've been playing a bunch of League of Legends because uh, I have a bunch of friends that have started playing it again, and uh, and you know I was kind of like I don't want to say burnt on Final Fantasy, but I probably played like fifty hours last week. Holy shit, really? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like all I did was like look yeah. for jobs. No, that's, that's awesome. Right? It's awesome you got to do that. That sounds fun. So. Um, or at least in the last week and a half or so, I probably paid like that much.
1: Oh, fuck, I'm never gonna catch up to you.
0: No, you won't. But um <laughs> I gotta I gotta get fired. Yeah. Tr- <laughs> yeah, you can try. You know, <laughs> I'm not telling you not to. But uh but so I was like, okay, I need to like not play Final Fantasy yeah, for a while. That seems fair. And so I was just kinda looking at what was on Steam and I wasn't really like there's one game I'm thinking about buying, which is Remnant from the Ashes. Oh, yeah. That but does look kind of interesting. It does look interesting. I've kind of heard, like, it's good, but for one, it's kind of short, and it's not really replayable, and it's more fun co-op. And It's a good, like, $20. Yeah, if I had someone else that wanted to buy it, we each pay, you know, spend 20 bucks and get a copy and play through it. I, I'd probably do that, but... Uh, so, I saw this game. I jumped in. It was one of, the, like, new and trending free-to-play, and I liked it. It was fun. I probably played for quite a while last night um i played a little bit today and uh yeah i was having some fun uh that's cool yeah it's got a lot of fun mechanics you know like there's the fog of course but what's fun is if you get out of the fog if you're out there too long uh, a sea monster will jump out of the water and eat you (laughs) oh that is cool yeah and there's actually like a there's a sea monster like on the map you can see him on your mini map and if you there's usually like gold and stuff around him but if you go in there he can eat you so, like, he'll just grab your boat and just, like, ah, like, start eating it out of the water. That sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, there's whirlpools you can get, like, knocked into. It's pretty fun. It's a good game. I would suggest it if you're looking for a free to play game to kill some time and, uh, and shoot some, some orcs in their faces. You're tired of Final Fantasy. If you're tired. If you played too much Final Fantasy fourteen, <laughs> uh, this is the game for you. That's cool. I love when you find a good free to play Yeah, it's fun. Um, although with Destiny coming to free to play, uh, tomorrow and, Apex Season 3 with a new map coming oh, tomorrow. Yeah, I heard about that new map. I thought uh, be... There's a good chance that I will not play it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
0: I mean, I'll probably jump back in, but uh, in a while I got some stuff I got to take care of. So what do you think Destiny
1: is going to be like now that it's free to play? I should tell if anyone cares. I played it when it first, first came out. I got mm-hmm. it with my 1080. It came with it for free. So I got it, and I played it through the campaign. I enjoyed it, but it even then it did not feel like a $6 game. Um... And that was it. I just played through the campaign, did a little bit of side stuff, and stopped. So uh, part of me is really excited just to come in and see everything they've they put out since. I don't think I'm going to buy the expansion just because I only played it in vanilla. So I'm curious what the free-to-play will look like and kind of what the mechanics are. I tried to log in today, but it said, no, you got to
0: wait till it's on Steam. So you can preload on Steam now, but yeah, it launches tomorrow, I believe. Yeah. It says the first, but everything says tomorrow, so I'm assuming they're launching Tomorrow's it. Tomorrow's like mid- the first Thirty oh thirty days in September, yeah. April, June, and November. Wow, yep. you you got me there. That's I got a you. One. Um, I got you with my understanding of what day it is. I don't even know like what <laughs> month it is at this point. Yeah, you know, like I am so like out of the flow of space and time. Nice, but um, That's how you were able to put fifty hours in yeah. the or I don't even. I don't even know. That's a guess. It could have been. <laughs> could have been a thousand of hours. Yeah. It <laughs> I'm like a dragon. I don't exist within normal <laughs> mortal time anymore. Um what what to you is a lifetime to me is a mere moment. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> You're like has it been a week already? Yeah. Oh god. Um <laughs> So uh So yeah, I'm I'm excited to play. I I really kind of I like playing PVP in destiny games. Yeah. So I'm the, wonder- crucible. the crucible. So I'm wondering if free to play will kind of just kind of be open for PvP. Because yeah, I wonder seemed, how they're going to do that too. It seems like story stuff is kind of what's hidden behind the paywall. So I'm t- kind of think it is, but maybe it's you know like, or maybe it'll just be a few modes. I saw a tweet today that was eleven tweets long with all the stuff you should know, like from Bungie about the free to play, and all that seemed very terrifying in a way that it's like this is going to be confusing as fuck. Yeah, they're always confusing. They're always confusing. I think. I think at its core, the gameplay of Destiny is very good. It is. I think it's a fun concept. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever realized on what the promise is for Destiny. Like, I think Destiny could be the best game that ever was if it just was what everyone thinks it should. Like, what? Not everyone thinks it should be right because no one will ever like meet that. But like, if it was what its potential could be, right? If it was like a true shooter MMO, like along the lines of like a Warcraft or something where you were really kind of grinding and building and grouping and doing these things. And I just feel like it always kind of misses that. Um, And um, I don't know. I I have a really, um, I don't know. I have a really kind of love, hate relationship with destiny. So I really liked what I played. I just find the
1: game as a whole to be almost incomprehensibly like obtuse. Yeah. Just everything about it. Nothing makes sense. And the lore is part of that, but who cares? Like the lore lore is just, I know there's probably some cool stuff in there, um, but I just don't, I can't make heads or tails of it. The UI, like I just don't understand it at all. I'm not an idiot. Like I played a lot of video games, but it's I guess you could argue it's very unique, which is cool. But I would argue it's just incomprehensible. Like yeah. the, all the orbs and like the way it upgrades, even the menus, everything buried in the menus. Like I enjoyed playing the game and I went through it and had fun. The shooting mechanics are excellent, some of the best in any first person shooter I've ever played. The guns are so satisfying to use. Yeah, sounds are great. But everything about it and, and you know, a great example is like I look, tried to look up when it was coming out for free to play, and I got like twenty <laughs> yeah. answers. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, even a simple question like that, I tried to log in to transfer my account over to Steam and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I It's just like the everything they do is adds a couple layers of just bizarreness to it that no other game does. And, and I think that would be explainable if it was some incredibly ambitious, high-minded, like, you know, exploration of concepts that haven't been explored before. But I played it. There's none of that. It's cool. It's fun. It's a good game. I'm not talking shit about it, but like, that it does not warrant that level of like obfuscation and you know and en- enigmaticness that's not a word that that you would think it has
0: earned by that's how like, how obtuse it is that's what i mean it's not realizing that yeah. like final fantasy 14 we'll go right back to it right? right it's similar should we just rename the podcast final fantasy 14 cast yes. uh it's but it's similar and it's in it's um how obtuse it is. Yeah. Right. It, it
1: takes a long time to understand the systems. I still don't
0: really. And you still run If you go to any main city right now, you're going to have a ton of quests you've never touched. Yeah. And plus sign quests are like, I know it's important. I hate those. You I'm, know, at this point, once you hit 50, it's just plus signs everywhere. And you got a bunch of currencies that you don't know how to spend. Yeah, that's and, true. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff happens, but you're like, but you look at this game and you're like, well, this is a very grand game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the scale is, it earns like, that. It's not that I, it's not that. Like this is just obtuse. It's that like, I am very busy doing things <laughs> to the point where I just haven't even explored. Yeah, what what these other things are. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the game is telling me, you should do this quest. It's important, and I am saying to the game, I have better things to do with yeah, my time. I'll, in this I'll game. do that at some point. Yeah, right. Where Destiny is, I'm going to keep repeating the strike because it's all I have to do, and the game is like. But you've got 60 fucking orbs of uh, essence and you're like, and I, that's not a real thing in the game. I made that up, right? <laughs> I don't know. It but sounds you, like it is a thing. But and you're just like, but all I have to do are these strikes. So what, yeah. does, like, what does that mean? You yeah. know what I and mean? And like, all I want to do is
1: like change my loadout. Why do I have to go through? Well, that's not a good example. But like, I remember just constantly struggling with the menus. And or jumping back to the ship and back to yeah, the town. And, and I was just like, ship. why? Yeah. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. It's It's... And like you said, the core of it is solid and awesome. Maybe Destiny 3. And a lot of people, I think, were hoping for Destiny 2, right? That that, that would be like, cool, they learn a lot. Yeah. Destiny 2 will be the thing that it was supposed to be. In
0: I played so much Destiny 1.
1: Yeah. Like, I never played it at all.
0: I bought my PS4 for Destiny when Destiny launched. Yeah. Like, that's when I got... I bought my PS4 and Destiny at the same time wow. to play Destiny. I played so much Destiny. And you know, always kind of had that feeling of like, uh, Oh, this is like, this doesn't like, it it was just the same complaints I have now, or at least I had when I, when Destiny 2 launched, I haven't played it since like I was very disappointed and was just like, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really with this after, after investing so much in the first one, like I'm not really going to fall into this trap again. Yeah. Um, which is, it's funny to say, but, um, yeah, I mean I'm hoping free to play works for them and they find a way to monetize it that works. I have I have big hesitations about what Bungie's going to be able to do with this. Like Me there's, too. A, there's a reason Activision didn't want it anymore, and it's not because it was so good. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm sorry, this is just too good. It's yeah. generating too much money. We gotta cut it loose.
1: It's making us too
0: busy. I think Bungie has made some bonehead decisions as far as uh, choices they made in the game ways they've decided to monetize the game people they've put in charge of the game and it shows in the product and it shows in uh the kind of response to that product
1: yeah well we'll see we can talk about it more next week i'll be curious to see uh it'll be fun to dive back in yeah i think so too i'm sure a lot's changed a lot has happened there's gonna be a lot of cool new stuff to see and i'm i'm, I'm definitely going with the super open mind i'm excited to play it i'm with you though they made it so fucking confusing It's immensely confusing. And also, I still have no idea, like, when I log in, am I going to be able to play my character? I don't fucking know. I
0: saw your... I saw... So, you said that you tried to do that character thing. I saw a tweet saying, like, transfer your characters now before they're lost forever. And I was like, well, I have my PlayStation characters. I guess I should transfer them or something, right? And so, i like... I log, I go on Bungie and it's like, "What's your password?" I'm like, "Fuck, fine." Yeah, exactly. The same like, here. Fuck. I hit login and nothing even happened. Like, I've never made a Bungie password. Yeah. like I played on PlayStation, so yeah, same here. I figure it out. I finally get logged in. I finally see my characters. I'm like, "Okay, transfer characters." And it's like, "You don't own this game." And I'm like, "Yeah, of course I don't own this I'm- game. It's not on Steam yet." And <laughs> like, like- also, I'm looking. I'm like, "Goddamn character, yeah. where do you think I made it?" Uh, it's like, "Well, you don't <laughs> own it on Steam," and I'm just like, "Well, yeah, it's not out." <laughs> you know, and it's like. Do you want to transfer it to Battle.net? I'm like, no, that's going away. And I don't own it on Battle.net. And I it's don't like, want to send it to Battle.net. I'm like, so send it to Steam. And like, but you don't own it. And I'm just like, yeah, it's going to be free to play. Like, I don't need to. Why am I explaining own. this to you, yeah. Bungie? Why am I talking to my computer? It doesn't hear me. It doesn't know what I'm saying. Cortana. What am I doing? <laughs>
1: Cortana, transfer Destiny two save too steep, <laughs> yeah. too too steep. Ah. Uh, yeah,
0: Alexa. Yeah, and you know, and so it's just, I, I'm with you. Like, and they put out these cryptic tweets of like, oh, you know, uh, do your transfer, and the quest Will of the Forsaken will be available yeah, unless you abandon orbs. quest. And I'm just like, what? Who is this tweet for? Like, it's not for me. You know, like, like, yeah, like, yeah.
1: At this point, I'm like, fuck it. Maybe I'll just start a whole new character. But I at least want to, I don't know. It annoys me. I feel like I'm going to have to spend five hours tonight and go to bed late just trying to find my save.
0: Yeah. I mean, I want to transfer my characters just because I'd like to have all the old legendaries that far. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: well, how that, I can't even get into BattleNet because it's closed down now. Yeah, it's dead on BattleNet. So I don't know. How am I supposed to log in to Bungie? So those should be on your
0: Bungie account. I don't have a Bungie account. Yes, you
1: do. I mean, I haven't checked
0: it in like 10 years. You have a secret Bungie account. You don't uh, even know. It's yeah. so secret, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's how exclusive Bungie membership is.
1: I'll try and figure that out tonight just because I do... I don't know. I'm curious. So all Now it's just in, a principle. Yeah,
0: but that's what I'm saying. All this conversation we're having around Destiny 2 is why I hate Bungie. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's Because it's just it's why. It's like, yeah. why does it have to be this way? doesn't. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be like this. <laughs> like it just doesn't have to be um yeah, yeah it's, it's a real failing it's very bizarre you know it's a i feel like it's a real failing in and
1: it's the same even with like i keep coming back to it with the lore too the lore is like it, all the pieces are there to be grand space opera but again just nothing makes sense and i don't mean it doesn't make sense in the way you know like metroid doesn't make sense cuz it's kind of enigmatic and weird or like the japanese doesn't make sense cuz it's a lot of interpretation no it's just just it's incomprehensible
0: yeah, Final Fantasy 14 doesn't make sense, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, well said.
0: You know what I mean? But it makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. There's something about Bungie. That said, again, we're excited. We're both going to try it. So I mean, I'm definitely going in with a super open mind. Halo stories
0: sucked too. Yeah, I, never got, I didn't like Halo. I mean, I played a lot of Good Halo. Good music. Yeah, I played a lot of Halo. The story was fucking yeah. nonsense. I mean, it was fun going into the flood and being like, oh, it's so spooky. And then everything coming at you and, you know, playing... Whatever they called the highest tier, I don't remember what they called a uh, legendary. I Think was it? I thought yeah. it was like Spartan or, or something. I don't, I don't know. It was fun doing those co-op with something. Yeah, know I, I mean? totally like, agree.
1: I, I beat the first three with my old college roommate at the on the hardest setting. And it but was who gives fun.
0: A, who gives a fuck about the arbiter, bro? Like you I know, don't. you know, like all that stuff was so dumb. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Destiny really took a note from that and tried to like lean into it no way like people want more space opera i did hear that the wolves the house of wolves i don't know what they called that expansion but the one where uh a main character dies i i get can i spoil it i don't know i don't know the you know who dies right Cade. yeah everyone knows Cade dies but uh if you
1: didn't before
0: yeah then sorry but I hear that one was pretty good. I know Q was like all about that one when he was playing it. Although he likes bad games a lot. Well, he loves Destiny. Yeah, I don't know why. He just I don't know. I'm sure he could. I explain bet he it. plays Fallout seventy six still. Q loves bad games. A lot of people like
1: Fallout seventy six.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have the words to describe people that love Fallout seventy six. It does
1: seem odd. It's like I told it, whatever, man, whatever floats your boat. But it's just like there's got to be games that do what Fallout seventy six does
0: better of course there are that's what i mean (laughs) so Uh, it's not like it's doing
1: something new it's just doing it worse and it's super glitchy
0: and you can't stay online i wish destiny and warframe would be friends and make a game together yeah they're kind of similar right in terms of like aesthetic they they both do the opposite of the other one yeah good yeah (laughs) right like like warframe's like here's like a ton of content and a lot of stuff you can do and uh, you know, it's it's very like consumer centric and um, you know, pleases the fans except for spy missions. Fuck those things. <laughs> and Destiny's like, here's a great, well, game to play. Yeah, like super post gameplay. Yeah, but but that's yeah. But none of the none of it makes sense. Like the actual like getting to places and playing missions and and loading and loading out none of it's gonna make sense. It's all gonna <laughs> seem like it's got an extra, everything you do is going to have an extra step for yeah. some reason Yeah, that it, well, you will all realize that this is bad UI, but for some reason we'll, yeah. we'll all have to accept it. Like,
1: it's, yeah. And it, it almost like gives you the impression that it's building towards something like all this infrastructure is in place because when we put out the new expansion, it's all going to be tied together and you'll understand, but they never did.
0: You know what I mean? It, yeah. it always
1: feels like it's building towards something that has never come. It's very strange.
0: I don't care what the game is. It's gross when everyone is like, wow, this UI is really bad. Like just the experience overall. Yeah, it's right. Not like good. When you're just like, why am I hopping to my ship between everything I do? I don't want to hop to my I don't even know if that Destiny Two still does that. But oh yeah, I hope not. You know what I mean? Like like when everyone agrees, like why are we vault capped? Like I wanna collect all these legendaries. You're telling me I need to collect all these legendaries, but you give me very limited storage space. Like yeah. And I can't even buy more. Like, like, what is wrong with this? Yeah, like, I'm worried that's going to be even worse than free to play, right? Probably they probably each slot's going to cost a dollar. Yeah, you pay rent on your vault. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about that,
1: but whatever. I don't care. I have no stake in it, so I just want to try it again.
0: Me, either. Honestly, if my experience of Destiny Two is farm a good PvP set and just you know, yeah, play some Crucible every once in a while with friends, I'm cool with that. If it's free to play. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you can always go back to Anthem. No, I wouldn't. I would. I'm glad I didn't pay for Anthem. Yeah, are they still? Are they still selling it? I mean, it's on the Game Pass thing. I'm I went sure into, you could buy I, it.
1: I went into EA the other day just to see. I was like, I wonder if it's down to like ten bucks yet. No, nope, it was still fifty nine ninety nine. I was like,
0: who is? I wonder if people still buy it. Moms and stuff. It's like a scam to get. <laughs> you know, like I got you Destiny 2. Oh boy. Oh.
1: That is the worst
0: game that's ever... That is, like, a real fucking shit show of a game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, bad games now are different, right? And that they're not actually bad. They're just bad parts. Or, like, Fallout 76 is a good example. Like, it's pretty fucked up, but it's not... No, it's bad. Sure. But, like, Anthem was just like, holy shit, this game is not even... It's not even
0: done. Yeah, Fallout 76 was broken, but, like... We kind of expected it to be broken. Yeah. And I shouldn't say it. Like it was, but we tried playing it. there were like things that were just like, oh, this is like completely broken now. Like this game won't broken. Yeah, like it's unplayable. Yeah. But Anthem in the same way, like Anthem just does things that are so dumbly bad that it's just like, like, like we're talking about Destiny, like just moments in the UI where you're like, why is this this way? Like, did no one play this? (laughs) You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like like just the most basic things. The most basic things where you're like, did no one realize that me like walking to the station, going through a loading screen, getting in my mech, going through a loading screen, getting to like a launch pad, and going through a loading screen to get into a mission or whatever. And then you can't change your loadout. And you can't change your loadout unless you go through a loading screen and leave the mission so you can start all over again. Or you get dumped out of that mission because this game is fucking trash. And you have to load reverse so you can load back forward, right? You have to back <laughs> out of everything to back back into it. Yeah. And it's like... yeah, like, I made Oh, a, and sometimes the audio will turn off and sometimes your console will be bricked. Yeah, but. I made a YouTube video and it was like... It was just me loading into a mission in Anthem. And it was like six minutes or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like between like... Yeah, from like actually starting to actually to being playing with what mission, you want. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is fucking crazy. Like, it's just, it was crazy, crazy.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, too, because, like, you hear about games getting canceled. That seems like they should have canceled it. They should have been like, dude, I know we put a lot of money and work into this, but this is going to be worse than if we release it. And from the
0: stories, they knew it was trash. Yeah.
1: Right? Like, they knew. Well, it's obvious, right? Like, you could, it's not like they,
0: you weren't supposed to be able to fly yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean like that was a late addition to yeah. the game was like people want to fly <laughs> the flying was fun the flying was fun but it's like you can see how the flying was like a disjointed yeah you know like yeah, and like the level design wasn't quite prepared for it no like the game wasn't made for people to fly in it which is the only thing anyone which is wants the only thing do. anyone wants to do that's yeah, really quite sad and it just kind of shows how bad it's like but look how awesome this flying is. And it's like, but this isn't the fucking game. Yeah, you put that in at the end because yeah. the game was so broken. This is like a mini game to make the broken game less noticeable. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, what a fucking piece of shit. All right. Uh, well, with that, I hope you enjoyed listening to us bullshit and rant about, <laughs> about Listen, shitty games. If people are
1: still listening to us after all this time. No that, one's listening now at they, this point. Yeah, that was it. But I think people are used to it. So if you did stick with us, we appreciate it as always. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. Maybe you love Anthem. No, nobody does. If you love Anthem, Fallout 76. I'd love to hear from you. Even Destiny 2. I would genuinely be interested in in why. Yeah, I want to know why. Because maybe they like it like the way I like watching
0: shitty horror movies. I know. There are people that genuinely love Destiny 2. No, it's Destiny Hardcore. It's his favorite game ever. Yeah, cute. That guy. We should have him on
1: just to ask him about Destiny. Maybe uh, next he week. Would
0: get so, he gets so sensitive, though. I know. That's why it'd be funny. He would he, always get so mad at me. It would be some good radio. I don't think Q really liked me very much. Yeah, that's how Q is. Because I would like make fun of Destiny. And he would just get so mad. Then he'd start
1: making fun of Gundams.
0: No, how could you make fun of Gundams? (laughs) They're stupid. There's giant robots. Like, who cares? What's stupid about that? You made it sound awesome. (laughs) You just said something (laughs) awesome. No, no, like black mages, big robots, stupid, stupidest stuff. See, you're saying it's stupid, but then you say (laughs) awesome things. I can't pretend black mages are stupid. It's hard to take you seriously when you say awesome (laughs) things and say, and it's stupid. It's like, what did they like shoot fire and flames out of their hands? That's dumb. That's not dumb. That's pretty fucking fucking awesome. What do you (laughs) mean?
1: (laughs) Dude, they're just giant robots that like have weapons in battle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Am- beam sabers, <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> tech yeah podcast at gmail.com. Techia uh, tech yeah podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Yep. Find us. Talk to us. We love you. Reach out. Reach out. Go play some games. them are awesome. Have fun, guys. Later.